2: Welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, Diego behind the glass. And I think, I think it's getting a little smoky in here. We got Robert on line one. Robert. What's going on, fellas? How are we this morning?
3: We're great, man. Uh, it's pretty dang hot out here right now. I could tell you that much, especially are, when you're working in the kitchen. Are,
1: are you Are you cooking good. now? Yeah,
3: I'm cooking now. When the heck ain't I?
1: Well, well, ever since Bill Burkett started to make smoked meatloaf, you don't make it anymore.
3: Bill ain't got nothing on mine. Oh Lord!
1: (laughs) But I can at least get down with Bill. At least I can get some of his smoked meatloaf. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I, I've funny. I've stopped asking for it when I come in well, today. Ro-
2: Robert, welcome to Big and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> Please uh, lean over and uh, prepare to take a foot in, in <laughs> in
3: from Bill Jordan. <Pilchard. laughs> oh, you know I, but, but the the reason for my call is um, you know, you guys are the foremost authority on hunting and fishing. I listen to you guys all the time. And I know you guys with your amount of experience and how much time you spend in the woods. My question is off the rails here a little bit. Have you guys ever seen anything out there that would make you say, "Okay, that that don't look right"?
2: Define "don't look right." That's what I need to know. I'm
3: yeah. yeah, I, I, don't, I, you know, there's so many things out there. People, you know, I, I go back to a time when I went out to Picnic Island, probably back in uh, 1988, before. It's turned into what it is now. It was probably around 1.30 in the morning. We were going snook fishing to catch the high tide. And as I like, come over that last set of railroad tracks past the Gold Bond, this thing about seven foot tall, smelled like a garbage can, came straight across in front of us. And my brother-in-law, not using very much common sense, jumped out of the car, had a little twenty five and starts running down the railroad tracks shooting at this thing. Now, <laughs> I know it sounds stupid and far-fetched, but no. there's that that can't be the only thing that's out in the woods.
1: I think Bradens turned around and had a story about the exact same time with somebody running and chasing him shooting at him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: but you know with your guys experience out there, you know everybody has all these things the Tennessee wild man, the, you know, the the Cajun werewolf, and I hear all this stuff, but I'm Chupacabra, like... Chupacabra, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it's it's guys like you that actually spend time in the woods. You know, people it, that don't spend that much time like you guys do aren't aware of their surroundings and, you know, will see something and not think that it's normal, but to guys out in the woods, it is. So, well, I uh, I was just... Call-
1: yeah, I'll tell you, I, the strange stuff I've seen has been in the air. I know Brayden has an experience similar to to something like that where he has seen something and smelled something. Um, but I never have I I find it hard in this day and age with the trail cameras and well I mean, yeah. You can't you can't move hardly in this, well, it's not this even, world without being on camera. And somewhere. it's not
2: even so much the trail cameras. And I can speak to this with us because we're doing it with the outfitting business, the thermal And the night vision stuff that you have at your, I mean, the, the military grade stuff that's out there now that before you couldn't even think about, I mean, you can go right now and get a decent night scope or like a night viewing scope, not so much a scope you put on a rifle, but just like those handheld, uh, monocles and stuff like that, that you see everything yeah. around you. I mean, you can see anything and everything and
1: which my wife has on her list of things. She wants.
2: well, and that, but I mean, and, and it's just like you said, Robert, there's stuff like that. I'm like bill to me. Do I think there are certain things out there that we can't feel uh, as Charlie Daniels said, there's some things in this world you just can't explain, but exactly. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I laughed and told it, uh, Told a guy the other day, I remember I had some guys out doing a nighttime pig hunt and we were sitting on my Arctic cat. And about that time, a bobcat let out a whale. And I looked like Santa Claus, having two six foot, you know, or two braiding gun size guys, just about one on each knee, because that bobcat let that whale out about, you know, 70, 80 yards away from us in the pitch black dark. And, most of yeah. us outdoors guys know that
1: shrill for lack of a better term so but, but you know i i i've heard a lot of credible stuff at times but at the same time is if you do shoot something like that you're probably going to get in trouble cuz you don't have a license for it <laughs> It's an Invasive endangered species. species. <laughs> is there
3: a Sasquatch hunting license that's
1: required? Bill George, yeah, to that, you would that, know if that's there, required by the FWC. There is no, there is no stamp for that. that Invasive their, species uh, critter, you know. Um, but you know, well, obviously, if I were ever to feel threatened for my well-being, that'd be one thing. But if I were to see hmm. something, there's no way I'd, I'd even contemplate. Taking a shot at unless there was something. Oh, you
2: hit the nail on the head. If yeah, I'm I'm good with you. If you're good with me, but if you come at me, it's kind of like the whole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your luck, dude.
1: <laughs> so. But. Well, but,
3: I mean, I, I just wanted to give a call about it because you, you know you got all these shows now, out there. Things now, are, and as like Jonathan said, with today's technology, I mean, there should be more out there than what it is. The
1: now. Now, this is, this is uh, you know, me in rules and regulations, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I would not admit to crossing a railroad track with a loaded firearm and <laughs> shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Statute train, limitations, train Bill. Train or no train present, you can get charged with train robbery. <laughs> Statute of limitations, Bill. Of
3: course, Bill George is going to have the rundown on the legality of getting out and shooting. something.
2: Hey, this is why he's the big and wild <laughs> legal department. What are you talking about? So
3: you know, it's, it's one of those
2: the walking things. disclaimer like what I like to call him. So
3: exactly, exactly. But everything's good, fellas. I just want to say I appreciate your guys' support very much, Bill, George, Braden, Jonathan, yep. you, Glenn. You guys have been good to us. We've been here six years now, and I just thank you guys. And it's it's always good to listen to you guys in the morning on my way into work and to hear what's going on, and to know that Bill George is at every single FWC meeting going on is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah. A lot of work. A lot of work. I appreciate Robert. And uh, I don't see you as much since you don't work as many evenings, but uh, we've been trying to get in there once or twice a week. So over there. Well, I appreciate you
3: guys much, man.
2: Yeah, the family, we were there the other day, and the family said to let you know everything was wonderful.
3: Yep. Well, that's awesome. I mean, uh, things are turning around for us over there. I mean, the support that we've been getting from the local community and everything has been phenomenal. And uh, we're just very fortunate right now and blessed. That's what I'll say.
1: Well, I appreciate it, Robert.
2: We got to wrap it up, brother. Right, be safe That's out it, there and stay I'll hydrated. All right, man. Keep
3: right. smoking. See right. you.
2: We are the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back.
3: Please don't make it.
1: got a set of headphones had it on at times, and I am just, ACDC is one of my go-tos, Yes, and people look at me like, what? ACDC, ear caffeine, but, as I but like to call it. It is amazing <laughs> how long they were, you know, turn around and performing, and just putting out albums, and how, it's just, it just, it's amazing. no. The, how, when one you think one generation was was tailing off, they'd have a whole new no, generation. No, I was about to say, about what,
2: no, what the fun part about it is, is to be me riding around in a truck going hunting somewhere, and you've got age ranges from 70 years old all the way down to 30 years old, and we're all listening to
3: ACDs,
2: <laughs> and everybody knows some music. Yeah. But, hey, it's all good. So, Welcome back, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George. We are here today. Braden is in Louisiana. We miss you, big boy, and hope hope that you're think, having a good time right I now. I think
1: I saw he's made it as far as Pensacola. Is the oh, last. he's coming back that, this way. That, that's the last That's the last place I saw. The la- last place he sent up a smoke signal. Yeah. So okay. We'll see. He was going to stop by there and see some relatives there on the way back and well, we yeah. haven't
2: gotten any text messages or anything else, so I guess we must be doing a halfway decent job.
1: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. He... <laughs> but, you know, one thing, I, I turned around this week, I i had our controller, you know, our, our financial controller turn around and ask me, are you going to do that Disney hunting alligators thing? Disney's paying people $30 a piece to go kill alligators over at Disney. Yes. And I'm like, what? I hadn't heard anything. Either.
2: I saw the same thing at the treatment place this week and was asked
1: about it. You know, and and I know I'm running ragged, and you know, there's times in which I'm closer to the pulse or not, but uh, you know, I don't know. I started doing a little research on it. Right. You want you want to, go to Bill, real quick and talk to him, and then we'll go sure.
2: back to that. Sure, right. Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill, how we doing this morning?
0: Good morning. I joined your show. I kind of turned on the radio late this morning, but uh, right.
2: ain't nothing wrong with
0: that. <laughs> I caught the tail end of uh, you all talking about the Buck Expo over in Lakeland. Are they having that this year?
1: Well, yes, sir. Yes and no. It is it's under a
0: different name. It's like an open a season name. expo.
1: Open
2: season. Open season Sportsman's Expo. Okay. So they uh they're doing it the 23rd through you you're helping me out here because now I can do my little promo plug for them real, real quick. It is July 23rd through the 25th. They're going to have I mean Eddie Salter's going to be there, Byron Ferguson's coming back. Uh they're having Mr. Clark, the reptile guy, they're doing the 3D archery. Uh we're going to be there with feeders and lights and feed, uh, just yeah. It's gonna be. Uh, I, ha- I have a feeling that they're gonna. It's they're gonna crank it up to ten this year again, like they've done in the years past, with everybody getting to miss out last year. So, right,
0: because you know, the year before last, my son and I took my grandson over there. You know, and he had a ball.
2: Oh yes.
1: Oh yeah.
0: You know when they had the dog jumping contest That's in the water yes, sir. over there. Yes, sir. My son, my grandson, really, he he had a kick out of that. Yeah. And I wanted to run into y'all, what was it called, Open?
2: Open Season Sportsman's Expo.
0: Okay. Because back this past October, I was in Marion County, east of Ocala. Yes, sir. Bow hunting. I don't think you were uh, on the show that week. You were busy up in northern Florida, I think. Yes, sir. But – I called in while I was in a 15-foot ladder stand. Bill George might remember. Yep. And I saw a, uh, had a bear. My son and some of the deputies he worked with uh, had a uh, hunting lease out there. And they had a feeder, which the feeder went off. They had the lease for quite a while. And as soon as the feeder went off, the bear was there. He ate there and then walked over to my stand, the 15-foot ladder stand, and put his paw on the first rung of the ladder stand. And that's when I I looked down at him. I said, you're close enough. We're not getting <laughs> getting that well acquainted. <laughs> he <laughs> never ran off, Jonathan. He just turned and walked away.
2: Oh, they, hey. hey. Yeah we, for, first and foremost you I don't know what you you I think you're probably delirious cuz you know we don't have any bears in the state of Florida at all oh. you know? I mean
0: <laughs> but. Well I got the pictures on <laughs> I had a flip I had a flip phone and I took pictures of it so I got a new yeah. phone so when we run into each other over to the show I'm going to show them to you
2: Well t- no, I, hey, they're, I they're, believe we it
1: we know they're there and it, you know it just Sometimes people want to act like there's no bears in the state of Florida, and well, there, there are better. more and more showing up every day in, in more metropolitan areas and places they, they haven't historically been in a while. They, they're they really expanding out, well, and, and people and, aren't and used to it. I mean, me and Bill have had this conversation
2: at the shop before and everything else, and I and we all hate to say it like this, and I've said it, and I'll keep saying it. Is I, I I'm waiting, unfortunately, for the first how you say the first person that gets their dog taken or something like that, or even God forbid, you know, a kid gets mauled or something like that. And, exactly, and it's kind of be one of those things that's going to be like, okay, is it, is now enough? Is it enough now that maybe we can do
1: and, something about it? And the thing is. When you turn around and have a wild creature like that it that has become accustomed to humans I don't care whether or not it's an alligator no they if, don't care if, if, if you if you turn around and lose their fear of human beings you know that that's a little scary because it doesn't take much to go from I'm not afraid of you to I want to take what you have oh wait a minute and, and,
2: and <laughs> oh I see that deer that pig I mean I have a friend say a uh, great story he did that uh hunting down lake wells in that area shot a pig watch the pig fall over bear comes out and i mean literally he had he was bow hunting he literally it got to the point to where he had to unscrew a broadhead and he shot at a palmetto frond next to the bear to just scare him enough to give him a chance to get i mean the guy had to he had to have uh somebody come in there with the truck so he could even get down out of the stand just to get the pig back because well, the bear he, didn't care. This bear
0: that I saw, it, I'm guesstimating that live weight, if he went 180 pounds, he was he was overdoing it. He wasn't no big brewing, you yeah. know. But, yeah. You know, a couple years ago, whenever they had that special season, they up in northern Florida, I think, they killed a couple – really big bears up there
2: i i can tell you right now and i put my hand on a bible when i say this i can tell you of three places that are within 45 minutes of this radio station that i know there are four to 600 pound bears
0: well they were uh and this is uh, from
2: people who have gone to canada hunting them
0: yeah. right you know and a friend of my son's his name is dave you know dave jonathan yeah. But uh they both worked at the sheriff's department together. He has a friend that lives up outside of Brooksville, and they would go up he went up there to go turkey hunting and he ran into a bear. You know the bear was there he even had him on uh trail cameras, but yeah, you know they're not they're not far I'm sure
1: no no they're they're all over the place and Hopefully, one day we'll get a season back. It'll probably when it happens. Hopefully, sooner than later, we'll probably start in the Panhandle first, and then get the program going back smooth there, and then expand it to the rest of the the state.
0: Yeah, as long as you know, there was a couple ladies on the news one time when they were having that hunt a couple years ago, were antis. And they they shouldn't have a bear season. You know, and and this woman was going. Well, they're small.
1: Uh, (laughs) Not all of them.
0: Not all of them. But this bear that I saw, he he was he knew when the feeder went off.
1: Oh yes, and that and that's one of the things that the antis will tell you. If you don't feed, you won't have a bear coming there. And so, you know, they do have a they do have a point there.
0: Like I told you, I had, uh, when I called in, when I was still in no, the stand.
2: You don't look at me. I, I'm not going to get started on that.
0: <laughs> I had a – it was great. I only seen two bears in the wild in my life. One was in Virginia, and it wasn't bear season, so yes. it was turkey season. But seeing him and watching him, that was a thrill for me. Even though the only thing I had was my Hoyt with me, but it was—I would have <laughs> never shot him anyway, because I just had a kick watching him.
1: Yeah. Oh no, and they are a joy to see. We we had a guy had one big big bear come in about twenty-five yards away from him in turkey season. Um, he was he was sitting there still in the ferns, and the bear came there and. You know that was up in Pennsylvania yeah. this year, but I've seen them. You know I've been laying down in logs. All of a sudden, heard something, and and go to peek up because I'm waiting for turkeys to come fly up. And all of a sudden, you have a bear slipping through, and it's like, well, I better I better just keep quiet and hope he keeps moving well, on. But every every single one that I've ever seen that has realized I'm there gets out. Very quickly, but that's in other states where we do have. Where hunts. where they hunt them? You know, yes. in
0: Virginia, if you seen a bear and you said "boo," he was gone, buddy. Boo, the yeah. one, the yeah. one I saw up there in Ocala, he just walked away.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, the and now, the other the other way I hmm? got to fix that problem is like I said, those nice feeders that I talk about all the time. Yeah, I derive joy uh, to to combat the said anti hmm. that says you shouldn't feed them. And everything else. My rebuttal to them is: is okay. Well, then buy one and done because they actually work better than the uh, bear-proof trash cans and some of the other bear-proof items that uh, exactly. And it's hilarious that my nephew gets a kick out of me when they try to take them off a tree and everything else, and I'm yelling at the bears in the woods. Hey, stupid! It goes off at eight and five. If you want well, corn, about you can three
0: about three weeks after I saw that bear in October, that bear came back to the feeder because they had filled it back up. He knocked the spinner off the bottom of it. Yes, sir. All all the bait came out. Yes, sir. He ate all the bait, and then he knocked the feeder over to get what was left inside. Mm hmm. <laughs> yep. And mm-hmm. oh no, they'll work at it.
2: I had so. I, I had three that I had on the property that were residents and I have one that's a resident now. And he he's learned the uh, fellow says he's learned when the chow time is. So he doesn't, he does not mess with the feeder anymore. The other two, I think just got so frustrated. They said the heck with it and left.
0: Yeah. But th- like I said, when the feeder went off and I'm sitting there, and he just showed up. I go, look at here. Here comes a bear. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was that was great. But that then I had to call you all and let you all know. It was uh, Braden and Bill George. So.
2: That, 10 for yep. buddy.
0: But you all keep up the good work, and I hope to get over there, Jonathan, because I got to get a uh, get a crossbow.
2: I think we can help you out with that.
0: Because I still got my hoid I got from you. Go 10-4. You have a great day. Thank you, sir. Bill, good talk to you. Take care.
2: So, We are the Big and Wild Outdoors taking a quick break. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We will be right back. Big and Wild Outdoors, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, Diego behind the glass, steering the ship. We're just holding on for the ride. I guess. So wait wait waiting on a certain person to call back in. Yeah. So if he's listening, jump Don, back in the ring. The
1: Don the Don needs to get back on the phone real quick. Yeah. But uh, you know, I know before Bill had called, you know, events, it's going to be a few here. We started talking about that, you know, story where Disney was hiring gator trappers to come and they were going to pay them thirty dollars. You know, I started getting a bunch of questions about that. Started with, but of all things, our our controller uh, at the company I work for, he had seen it on the news. I haven't been home long enough to see a news and, yeah. and so so I I started finally just looking to see what it was and I found the article and really what it stems back to is the fact that um, they're not actually hiring trappers. It's F W C yeah licensed trappers that that do the nuisance program. Well and
2: them. like I said, for me, we were sitting I was sitting and getting treatment, and, of course, they have the news on and all that stuff like that in the room, and it popped up, and, of course, everybody knows me now there as the hunting guy, and they started talking about it, which, like I it's like I said to Bill in the last segment about the bears and stuff, of course, the first thing they show is that precious child that got attacked sure. and was killed. And and
1: and Disney has always had a program. They're under what's called a THA, a Targeted Harvest Area, yeah. with FWC. And what that does is, it, instead of every time there's a nuisance alligator and them having to call the nuisance hotline, yeah, they are in contact with the trappers themselves, and they oh can they just turn around take out the middleman, and they they sit there and say, hey, come on over here, you know, we need to remove some alligators. And so they have the ability to pull in the trappers, but it's actually uh, not Disney that's hiring these yeah. people. It's, it's the state of Florida nuisance program. And I know there's been some shift into who who has different regions. They and the person who had that region in in past, you know, I don't know was doing it anymore. And and they've been moving some other people in and out of that region. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well,
2: and it's like I said, the thing that, that always frustrates me or aggravates me the most, I mean, you've had this conversation several times is it, it takes something bad happening before, before Just like the
1: bear mauling the, the, the two, you know, two different people get mauled by the bear. And well,
2: and I mean, and that's my thing is it takes something bad happening, and it's like we've said, you know, in areas, I mean, and that's one thing that I said to the people, you always say to people, uh, you know, there at the play at the doctor's office was it drives me crazy. There we go. To the fact that it's like I tell them, you know, these gators and stuff like that, they they okay. lose all fear of the animals. They don't care. They don't, you know, mm. and then they once they start associating people with food, that's that's when the bad stuff
1: happens. So, but it's, you know, let's see. Diego's having a hard time. But the phone's still ringing in there. I've answered it over here. Vince. But I don't I'm here? Hey, yeah, hey we, we got him. <laughs> you hey. did it. Oh, my Lord. You did it right. Oh, my oh God. God. I didn't no did something's The Don. No. <laughs> Listen. I don't know what it is about you, but the phone was doing weird things. Diego couldn't answer it over there, but I could answer it here. And I think I'm fixing to watch it go <laughs> flying It may the still wall. be ringing over there, though. So this thing is just <laughs> ringing away. It, it, it's, it's ringing. ringing. <laughs> and it... Hey, if that's well, the worst well, thing morning, that happens boy. today. What's
2: up, Sunshine?
1: Uh,
4: just uh, having this... some coffee and then getting ready to go over to the boat show.
2: This is a switch. The boat show? Oh, it's a boat show. Sorry. Oh,
1: is that, is that this weekend at the fairgrounds? Yeah.
2: Yeah. The one by the fairgrounds.
1: Okay. I I passed it in the dark today.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You you should pass when you leave the station, you should pass by and stop by. No.
1: -hmm.
2: Well, all I, all I can say is, is it's uh put up or shut up time because per the conversation that happened a few weeks ago, uh, the land, the land has been uh, procured. The tags have <laughs> been procured. So, yeah. the ball's in your court now, superstar. Yeah, we'll have to. So are we,
4: we, we saying the hogs and gators in the same uh, weekend? The Bluntstown
2: yeah. Throwdown is official. You know, I'm just I'm waiting on the uh, living the water life. So,
4: living the water life has open dates for the next few weekends.
2: So.
1: Oh no, you we can't. Wish we wish can't you? go until alligator season. You know that's that's going to be late August, September. You know, make the date. Yeah, put it on the calendar right yep. now. No, oh, we've
2: got. Okay, folks, everybody listening, we have verbal confirmation from the dawn. So <laughs> get re- get ready. It, so
4: let let's do it. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at my calendar right now. I am uh, end of August you, you, you do, start uh, you, you I,
2: start figuring out dates and we'll figure it all we'll get all the logistics yeah. work out well, well wait let me say it how you get the Italian said it. I'll have my people call your people
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: absolutely so, no we'll get it done i mean I mean any any weekend in september I'm yeah. wide open
1: so are you over there to buy a boat this weekend
4: uh no I'm actually i'm gonna be um talking to a couple of yacht guys for some tenders Oh. Because we also sell tenders. And we just started listing boats on livingthewaterlife.com. Wow.
2: Nice. Uh,
4: we, I, I actually have a uh, 2010 Sea Ray, 31 foot, just listed this morning on the, on Facebook.
2: Nice. And for a low, low
4: price of 125 it could be yours.
2: So, so here's my question. Since you're in the boat market and everything else, just, just like me with the the bow market and all the other stuff, and I'm sure Bill and them with with it, trying to get stuff because we've tried to get stuff for them. Is it as backed up and behind with everybody else as all you know the other retail industries are?
4: Oh my lord! I'll tell you, you, know what's the worst part right now? Our our motors trying to get engines for the boats. Like if you're looking for to buy a new motor, Suzuki is has twenty two thousand back stocks.
2: Good God! Just in
4: motors right now, and it's so hard to get. I'm like I'm trying to get some 25 to 35 horsepower Suzuki for the tenders. I can't get them; they're on backorder. Mm.
2: So, so and it's, it's been
4: absolutely crazy.
2: Well, and my question for that is: is is it like when we went the other day when Sean picked his truck up? We were talking to them at Brandon Ford about it, and a lot of it's not so much the, I guess the the trucks themselves, building the trucks. It's all the electrical components and the chips and yep. all that stuff.
4: Yep. Uh, unfortunately, Suzuki is still coming from Japan. Nice. So, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we're waiting on you know bits and pieces you know from them. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, they make a great outboard motor. You know, them and Yamaha are the two best motors out there. Yes, sir. I mean, you, and you can't get anything. You can't get
2: them. Well, and as far but as far as like everything else goes, the uh, on the electronic side and everything else, how's it all looking for the accessory side of things?
4: Accessory side of the world is, is whatever you need. Whatever you want. It's just the actual so, motors that are on back order.
2: Hey, hey I Vince. Yeah. Can you go can you hold on for a second? Oh, no, we no, take are go- gonna turn around and
1: reboot this. Phone yeah, system. We're going to reboot this phone system, Vince. It's still ringing over there. Your call's still ringing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. Yep. All right. right. All right. bye. Bye.
2: We are the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. back, Big and Wild Outdoors, Jonathan
1: Swindle, Bill George, again, Diego behind the glass, not having a phone ringing in his ear. Oh, I can't imagine how frustrating that is. We're sitting here on the phone just chit-chatting away, and his phone never quit ringing. (laughs) <laughs> but and,
2: and if you guys want to get out and see the dawn today at the fairgrounds, he's going to be at the boat show. That will be one Mister Vince Noble. So
1: I need to get him wearing Hawaiian shirts. You know, he, we need to. No, they can, You can pick Vince out pretty quick.
2: Yeah, you'll you'll notice Vince pretty quick. So, but real quick, another thing we need to talk about: the recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman's Expo, formerly the Life Slash Field and Stream Expo. It's coming back to the RP Funding Center July 23rd through the 25th. Get out there, see all the new products for all the hunters, fishermen, and women, and ladies, and girls, and kids, and boys, and everybody else. There's going to be seminars. You're going to have people like Byron Ferguson there. You're going to have our good buddy, Mr. He might not be big enough for you be big enough riding back Eddie Sauter's truck. Eddie Sauter, he's going to be there. You know, we're going to have the snake man, Mr. Jason Clark himself. There's going to be a 3-D shoot. There's going to be all kinds of equipment. You can come see us in my booth with, you know, me and Bill Braden broadcasting live Saturday morning. It's just going to be a madness yep. to the extreme, Good. July 23rd
1: through the 25th. Yep, and the weekend before, we'll be turning around and uh, doing you're the big, Gator bu- seminar. You're a busy boy. Yeah. But uh while while we turn around and talk about that just a bit, you wanna turn but, around and uh But there's
2: t- there's tickets to give away. Yeah.
1: We wanna th- we we'll got test a,
2: these phones out real quick. We got we got another pair of tickets to give away for the open season sportsman's expo. Caller number We'll, we'll do four again. Four. We'll do four again. Eight 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 four oh four ten ten. We'll
1: test we'll test these lines out again.
2: Eight 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 four oh four ten ten. Diego's gonna kill us both because he's <laughs>
1: It, well I it's think. gonna be bad if he can't answer the <laughs> if it doesn't answer for him but uh we'll get it figured out but uh yeah on the on the seventeenth I'll be over there at chief hive feeding outdoors doing a gator seminar f w c again this year is not doing any in person alligator seminars they have in the past done a little thing where they they talk about the rules regulations and everything else um for for the seminar you know for the gator hunt and it, it's important because sometimes rules change and now and, can
2: they find that we were talking about it before do they do any is it more written copy or do they do any videos or anything like that they, for people to
1: they did they did do a a video kind of like a, a you know one how thing to? on on the alligator hunting um but it doesn't it doesn't Watching a video doesn't let you ask questions. So here, yeah. here you can ask questions. Um, you know, I have in the past talked about how to increase your odds in the alligator draw. So, you know, a lot of people they don't get tags and and whatnot, and you want to you want to know why. I can turn around and pull up your app and tell you where you stood and how you maybe could have improved it. You no. know. Um, it, it, it's different things. I I watch people make similar mistakes repeatedly, and and they then they wonder why they didn't get picked. And then there's just times that there's just a sheer large number of people. and well, it's, just, it's random, like you said, it's a lottery. And your random number was a low, you know, yeah. low on the on the list. And and unfortunately, that does happen. But there there are common mistakes that people make. They like, don't call
2: it luck of the draw for no reason. They put
1: the same place multiple times. They just want to alligator hunt, and they don't. They they they're picking a, a place like a county tag, and they still put week one instead of week four. You know those little things like that can really help because. Don't ask me why everybody wants to be first out the gate. Well, not everybody who starts Have. on the pole finishes first
2: well and it's not only that but i mean how many times in in a lot of different hunting situations and everything else how many times like you said have you seen it to where even management areas and things like that that people are oh i got to be the first one in i got to be the first one in i got to be the first one in and it's that guy or girl or somebody that comes in the last weekend or the last hunt or something like that and ends up taking you know, the, the biggest animal or it gets, you know, yeah no gets, it's, gets the luck of the, I guess you'd say the luck of the draw, but I mean, and, and I laugh and tell people this all the time, you know, to me, it's kind of like the whole sitting and hunting all day. When you go out on a deer stand, I mean, I don't care what people think with animals. I think animals are just as smart as anything else. And they know the guy that's there at first light and is going to sit till, eight thirty, nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock. He's getting down, going and having a sandwich or doing whatever, and they're like, Okay. <laughs> time to play. it's recess time. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so, but uh there's things that you can do to to increase your odds. We're gonna turn around. Um we usually give away a harpoon, a bang stick, some hooks, some different things. We usually have some door prizes that we we help out with there. That, once again, is going to be at G5 Feeding Outdoors. The 17th, we usually do like 11 to 1 is what, what it's going to be.
2: Now, are you still having material
1: problems, too? Uh, the hardest thing right now for me, you know, obviously there's some some tips that Muzzy used to make that, that are hard to yeah. come by. But uh, the wooden dowels to make the, the, the harpoons that we throw mm-hmm. out of, they they've been a little bit more of a challenge to find and there's places where I found a lot of them but they they resemble more the letters c's and s's than the letter l's <laughs> in got, other words those are the ones that
2: you could throw around the corners
1: yes 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 they 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 will they will go around corners and everything else but yeah no it, it, and if i were doing it for me i wouldn't care about it all as much you know, but if I'm I'm manufacturing, when you're trying it, to sell a product to somebody. Yeah, so you don't want to those those other items. There there's a lot of bowls that wouldn't make my grade for sale resale, but would work perfectly fine for an alligator harpoon. Yeah,
2: well, it's like I mean, you know, like like we've joked about it. I mean, you you know a guy you're sitting about three feet four feet away from him right now, but uh, you know, it's uh. <laughs> we might be cutting some hardwoods. If you want to go buy you a, a, a lathe or something like that, I might be able to get you a, uh, a you know, a couple of trees if you,
1: want. Yeah, and, and if you want start I have, another and I have thought about, uh, you know, going into the pole making business, you know, taking and, and doing some cutting of some lumber and uh, getting it to where you can run it through one of those planar shaper machines and, oh, yeah. and, and make the dowel out of it. Um, But I mean, there's a lot of things people have used over the years. People, people have used uh, iron pipe. People have used conduit. You know, basically. Oh, me and we
2: were. I remember we were joking around with you the other day about rebar and everything else, and. Good God Almighty! I don't even think about somebody throwing a half
1: or three quarter inch piece of rebar with one of them points on it. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, you get a lot of penetration, and oh, you definitely would. And there's some other vendors out there that sell alligator hunting equipment, and they're making these um, what they call as floatable aluminum poles. Yes. For harpoons, well, if it floats, it's it's light, okay, That's, and it's yeah. very light. And when you're trying to push a dart through the hide of an alligator in order to get buried, so it locks in the hide underneath the hide of the alligator, you you need some oomph, okay? You you're you're in the as we like to joke, we Braden
2: always jokes with us about the uh, recurve compound. Yeah, that's why the recurve guys always shoot the seven, eight, nine hundred grain arrows because they don't have the speed behind it to. What? I, I look
1: it. at I look at it like this. If I turn around, I wad up a ball of paper the size of a baseball and I throw it at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I take a baseball and I throw it at you. Which, yeah, exactly. which one's gonna hit you a little harder? Uh you know? yeah, the baseball. The baseball. And and a little more mass. And, and so, you know, you want that same thing in the harpoon. You want you, you want your harpoon to be heavy enough that it's gonna help you get that dart in there. Um you know, if, if you're always holding it in your hand, yeah, it's just that yeah. it's taking the force of your hand. But if you're throwing it or anything like that, it, it, the weight really does help you. Well,
2: and it's like what you said, like watching when Ava went hunting with you, with her, you know, my daughters at the time, she was a 11-, 12-year-old, 80-pound, 90-pound girl. And then you need like <laughs> Mac and people like that. But if I can sit there and watch them. Gigging eight and 10, yeah. 12 foot gators,
1: and for for the younger people, I usually turn around, or older people, I generally like to turn around and use the, um, the spear gun. Mm-hmm. That that's real easy to point and pull the trigger. Exactly. Um, it, it it's an extremely efficient method of of working with. Well, the but young it's one.
2: like you're saying, you're driving. You got something that's given the ability to drive the point into yes. the alligator, and that's. You know, and I mean, and that's the biggest thing is like, it's like I said about the recurve and all that, you know, the, the a lot of these guys, it's all about the penetration and you got to have oomph behind it. So either the oomph's got to come from you or it's got to come from, correct. you know, and that's the biggest problem that I think a lot of these guys, well, it's like you say about a lot of these, I've seen it and I've had people come in and tell me about it. Uh, doing the gator hunting with the archery stuff, you know, and they try to use a regular aluminum or a regular carbon shafted arrow. And I've had guys tell me horror stories about stuff cracking and splintering and everything else. But it's just because, like you said, it doesn't have the, the, the butt behind it to do it. So, but, so... But that's, I mean, and that's the biggest thing. But that's, you know, there and again, that's a good thing for somebody to go to the seminar and they can find out all these things. And, you know, maybe if you talk real nice to Bill, he might tell you a few more of his tricks as far as
1: getting tags. Yeah, there's there's things that you do.
2: So, but we're here at the top of the hour. Stick with us. We have Miss Misty Wells coming on after the break at 9 o'clock. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Go see my boy, Brooksy. He's got some trucks for you. We'll see you on the other side.